0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a hugely impressive night for Scotland. Stevie Clark's side are top of the Nations League group after a 3-0 win against Ukraine. John McGinn and the Linden Dykes double sealed a much needed victory. Top spot and a Euro playoff place is now very much in reach with Ireland at home and Ukraine away still to come. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. What a roller coaster it has fallen Scotland because after a dreadful summer where we were beaten against Ukraine and a dreadful performance against Republic Ireland, we are back on top again. What a performance it was last night from the boys. Up there was as good as I've seen in a long time, probably bad in the Denmark game, and it's came at the right time. Sets us up nicely for the game against Republic Ireland on Saturday. If we get something there, then it's over to the game against Ukraine away in Poland on Tuesday and it's almost in touching distance that we finished top of our group Yeah it's all very positive after last night's performance Gordon I think that's the first and foremost you've got to mention it wasn't a win that you know you can look back and be a bit negative on I thought everything was positive change of system uh, McTominay moving back in the middle of the park where I thought it was brilliant and we wake up this morning the league table uh, makes good reading we're sitting there top but we've got to make sure that all concentration now goes to ahead to Saturday in a very tough, difficult game. A team that not that long ago uh, gave us a drubbing, so a bit of retaliation ahead. Come on then, 01419511025. How often have we had to soul search and whinge and moan about disappointing Scotland performances, frustrating Scotland results? And maybe some of us specialise in the morning side of it. I don't know, but come on, it's a nice novelty uh, to look back on a really good performance, a really good result, and what's hopefully going to be a successful few days still to come. What did you make of the performance last night? What did you make of the result? Who impressed you? Who stood out for you? What's next? Can you see Scotland topping this group and getting that playoff place? All of the above, and anything else you think you've got for us, 0141. 951-1025 I know fine well Some people prefer the domestic stuff But when it's not there You probably watched it last night And I think most people were pleasantly surprised So let's give credit where credit's due And pick up that phone please 0141-951-1025 Or as always you can tweet us At Clyde SSB uh, It does, it makes some difference uh, Mark Wilson because the disappointment, the, the apathy, the negativity that, that can set in very quickly Because you've referenced the games against Ukraine and Republic of Ireland Over the summer It, it was just two games It was just a couple of games But they were big games and yeah. this Particularly Ukraine won And then international football goes in the back burner And it's easy to let that set in and think oh, Well everything's rubbish and everything's rotten And it's all gone to pot And that last night showed that it's clearly not that yeah, of course. I mean, we were on such a high after qualifying for the Euros and coming back, getting to the World Cup playoffs. The stuffing was knocked out as I think Steve Clark referenced it as in Scotland had stalled a bit and they needed something to kickstart them again. And you're right, when we slipped back into domestic football and the, you know, the glamour that comes with the Champions League and the excitement of that, we kind of tend to, to put this international team in the back burner. So even getting into the game, I thought the interest levels in this game was probably low. Um, but I think when the fans got a glimpse of the performance, then the goals, then 
seeing where it puts us in the table you know what comes back to is what this Nations League has done for us in the past it gives us a realistic chance of qualifying for a major tournament and that's where we want to be we spent so many years moaning that we couldn't get near these tournaments then we qualified via this Nations League into the Euros and now we've got a realistic chance of doing the same again so we can't just you know put it to one side and say oh, these games are meaningless they're not this is this is your kind of level you know to get to the World Cup extremely hard for us but this is your level and Ukraine we've seen are a good side so to beat them 3-0 at home mm-hmm. it's a great result yeah what do you think of it Mark says it was a great result how do you sum it up there's the result and then there's the performance who stood out for you who deserves praise I don't think there's many, any that you, you would criticise today but you know never know you, you'll always surprise us so get your thoughts in there was that injury to Nathan Patterson of course that would maybe be the main negative uh, from the evening but who impressed you who stood out what about the result what about the performance did you see that one coming 01419511025 let's hear from you even better maybe you were at the game last night uh, you don't have to have been at the game to get on the phone lines of course not uh, but that would be nice to hear uh, what you made of that maybe you took the kids along the youngsters along got a flavour of international football whatever it may be maybe you were on the sofa like Gordon DL pick up that phone please and let us know what you made of it 01419511025 maybe we're better at finding the negatives Gordon maybe just being over the piece confident and positive mm-hmm. about a Scotland performance that doesn't sit right with some people yeah, but I'd find it very hard for anyone to find a negative uh, this morning, Gordon. Um, you know, we looked at the team last night. The formation was changed. We all thought he would stick to that three-five-two that he usually plays. I quite liked the back four. I thought the Tierney getting in at left back, replacing our captain Robertson. Uh, Tierney's a world-class player for me. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Patterson down the right-hand side. Bit of sin for the boy, an injury, a setback again. That's where the pace came from, the width in the middle of the park. I thought McGregor, McTominay especially, that's his position for me. He's, he plays there every time he plays with Manchester United, middle of the park. I think that's his strongest position. And our leader again, McGinn, on the night, captain, standing for Robertson, gets that first goal. I think everybody played their part. And do you know the most satisfying thing for a manager is when you make substitutions <laughs> and they work perfectly. Yeah, I mean, Andy Robertson didn't play last night. Does he get back into this Scotland steady, team? Mark Wilson. <laughs> Mark, Mark, <laughs> just, to, just to paint a picture for you, Mark <laughs> Wilson is standing with a full tracksuit which says AR26 Charity uh, on his chest yeah. and on his thigh. So I know uh, which camp he'll be in. Uh, <laughs> but you lot don't have to feel that way. How does Andy Robertson get back into this Scotland team? What a nice problem uh, to have. Do you now welcome Ryan Fraser back with open arms despite his previous misdemeanours because he comes on and sets up two goals? Lyndon Dyke's contribution. Uh, we've changed to a back four. Is that goodbye to the back three that served as well and got to uh, the Euros? So we're now moving on with something entirely different. So many questions from last night. But you're, you're the one to provide the answers. Forget these two dafties in here. 0141 951 1025 uh, or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Look, we'll spend most of the night, I think, reflecting clearly on the performance. But what it does is it now sends us into the weekend in a completely different feeling market. Actually, a bit of a strange place because winning on Saturday doesn't actually change much. Yeah. I mean, we'll explain the permutations, but we're top of the group. 
Ukraine second Republic of Ireland third A draw on Saturday And then a draw In Ukraine Still gets us top spot So actually winning on Saturday Doesn't really change much Depending what Ukraine do And you'd have to imagine They beat Armenia uh, I mean I think he's on On Tuesday night obviously um, But I think it's hugely beneficial to us that the game's not going to be in Ukraine, of course. I think that definitely helps Scotland. You know what? It's interesting. I'm not getting ahead of myself, but I'm jumping to Tuesday night a wee bit here. The so shape, you're getting ahead of yourself. I'm getting yeah, ahead of myself. Ahead of but the shape, you mentioned it there. Mm. Back four looked good. Kieran Tierney looked good at left back. You know, Parson, when he was on the pitch, looked like it suited him. Hickey, even when he came on, I thought he did extremely well. Playing in a full back position rather than the wing back position that we've seen in the two centre halves looked comfortable, quick. They dealt with the threat, and I wonder if Steve Clark will stick to that because usually when teams go away from home, they want to contain teams. They would mm-hmm. resort to a, uh, resort to a five. I wonder if they'll stick with four. Right, Andrew is on the lines from Balloch. Andrew, how did you sum up last night? Then impressed? Uh, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. To be honest, um, I thought. For me, the, the the main thing is I don't feel that we should be shoehorning Andy Robertson back into the team. Um, I think sometimes in Scotland we are guilty of just trying to throw players in because they play for certain clubs. Um, for example, when McTominay was getting thrown into centre-back, um, when we had centre-backs available. Um, and Robertson, for me, for all he's a great player and he's done great for, for Liverpool, he doesn't have what Tierney has and it's that ability to burst by somebody with power and put a ball into the box which is where a lot of our chances and a lot of goals come from and they come from crosses they come from work down wide and putting the ball into the box and we've seen it last night where he done it a couple of times and he put one on the Armstrong's foot and he shot straight at the keeper um, I just think the balance is so much better with Tierney at left back rather than trying to fire him into centre back putting Robertson at left back and then you're actually losing a natural centre back from that position um, I just think for me the way that Scotland want to play in that shape last night it's totally suits Tierney um, rather than Robertson at left back but uh, overall I just thought Scotland were, were superb Yeah I always feel Gordon it's easy to be too negative and you forget that that 3-5-2 with Tierney and Robertson mm-hmm. but that has worked on a number of occasions mm-hmm. and you think of getting us to the Euros you think of Wembley once we were at the Euros um, it has worked So we don't need to now Look at last night And pretend that It's been a disaster Up until now But that doesn't mean You can't evolve And you can't improve And how good was it To have Kieran Tierney back Whether it's Andrew Andy Robertson's Detriment or not How good was it To have him back Because he missed The Ukraine game in June Yeah brilliant uh, He's such a big player for us I agree with Andrew But listen You look at Robertson Robertson to me Is a, a top class football player Let's not be kidding Terry's our captain as well um, The big question Mark is if you were going to stick with a back four, would you play Tierney or would you play Robertson? Now, I may people out there disagree. I would play Tierney all day long, right? Because I think he gives us more. But when you've got two players like that, will he revert back to a three-five-two at times? I think he will, because I think when he gets Hanley and people like that back there, he's got he's got options. I think that's a good thing about a manager like Steve Clark. He looks at that team and thinks. I can change the formation mm-hmm. about a little bit. I think everybody's looking at last night's performance. I thought the team just it worked as a team, yeah. it worked as a unit, it looked good, it looked compact, and obviously the result helped. But Andrew makes 
Loads of good points there Mark yeah. Look, There's more to it Than just us having to argue Over who's better Out of Tierney and Robertson Because Daft We've got two really good players Right like, But What it does do also Is allow Scott McTominay To play in midfield yeah. Where he plays for Man United Where he's playing well For Man United mm-hmm. And he was excellent last oh, night It was outstanding uh, And That's what the change in the shape Did allow It allowed other People to fill their positions That are more natural to them and if that is the case, then you know the manager has to make tough decisions. Steve Clark must have thought this day would come. He has tried to change the system to allow the two in, which I thought was right. When you've got two outstanding players, it worked. If it didn't work, then I'd be saying it wasn't right, but it did work. But now we've seen something else that works and looks good. McTominay in the midfield is such an important position to fill in international football is that middle of the pitch. Usually your best players are, are stacked in there And if you've got a guy at Man United Playing like he did last night Then you would expect him to play mm. There again on Saturday So it'll be an interesting debate When Andy Robertson's back Because I suppose that's what international football is yeah. about And do you know what it's Serious competition See for what it's worth right? Because of the way they come around At the moment with the triple headers And they're so quick mm-hmm. that, By the time this is done That'll be Scotland's last six games That they've not and maybe seven actually That they've not had them both To choose from anyway mm-hmm. It doesn't take much You know for these games To stack up Where one's out injured We know Kieran Tierney's Had up and down time With injuries um, But what did you make Of that other side of it Gordon Where it also allows How good was Scott McTominay Brilliant I thought he was excellent He the standout Or you know felt Yeah yeah for me I thought uh, Yeah I thought yeah, Listen I, I, I look at that full squad I look at the subs that come on there was nobody below past March last night. You couldn't be negative against anyone. I thought everybody played their part. I thought McTominay, that's his natural position. You know, you play with a club the size of Manchester United. Granted, they're not in top just now and they're working their way back up. But they're a massive club with some massive players in there. And you're playing the middle of the part. I don't see mm. McTominay, as I said there, we've got options. I don't see him moving mm. back into centre yeah. defence. I think I think Clark's learned a really valuable yeah. lesson last night. He's got to stay in there with McGregor. Again though, Mark, I feel like, it, you know, hindsight's wonderful or recency bias. Call it what you want. Scott McTominay has played in midfield for Scotland before And has had some disappointing performances We've also had a situation where Billy Gilmore and Callum McGregor Have been brilliant Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean we need to look back on all of that and say Oh that was all a mistake and now now we've fixed it Things change, form, availability And you have to sort of adapt as as you go through I think with Steve Clark, very good manager It'll change on a game by game basis also In terms of the opposition you're playing against There'll be some games that he wants Maybe to draft Billy Gilmore in When he's played more football than he has Was that one minute you guys were saying last night? One minute since the the last international I I thought he might have played last night Just because he's quality Obviously he didn't But I think there'll be times he will come in He may play alongside McTominay And McGregor in there McTominay I think Will sometimes go back into a back three Because it's proved it's worked as well yeah. But last night for that game in particular Right system And McTominay was yeah. the standout for me as Andrew, well Andrew is that I mean where does that rank Is that as good a Scotland performance Have you seen it in a while? I actually said that last night um, I was talking to my brother was in Dubai And we were sort of chatting through He stayed up late to watch it And um, it's as good as it, I think the second half Is as good a 45 minutes As I've seen for years from Scotland Like it was Properly exciting Just sitting watching His attack And I just think I think the shape And the actual The players who played In those positions Was just perfect last night For what we were trying to do um, I thought Che Adams was, was a bit of an unsung hero Last night I thought his 
his movement and his ability when he actually did hold up the ball and move us forward was, was amazing. Um, and it allowed Armstrong and Christie um, to get up and support them as well. Um, I just thought everything last night clicked. I thought McTominay sitting in there did allow McGregor and McGinn to dictate play in the middle of the park. But what's also good about McTominay is he's able to bring the ball out. So it means as well, McGregor's obviously with Celtic sits in that, that role. Um, so it allows him just to fill in while McTominay goes. I just thought everything flowed perfectly last night. It was just that it was, it was brilliant to watch. Great summary, Andrew. Thank you for getting in touch, Andrew and Ballot. Kevin and Bishop Briggs has got someone that he thinks doesn't get enough praise in that team, and we'll hear who that is next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here You can get in touch on the phones On the usual number Or Twitter at Clyde SSB A very strange feel to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Where everyone is positive About a Scotland performance and result Kevin is in Bishop Briggs Who deserves more credit, Kevin? I, I think I think for me guys um, First and foremost I, I, I don't really agree uh, I can't not agree with uh, with things said about McTominay. I thought McTominay was excellent. But I think looking at his performance and going back to the, the thing about playing in right positions, I thought Cal McGregor last night was head and shoulders personally above on the pitch. I think people talk about being brave in these situations. You know, Scotland obviously coming back, you know, qualifying for the World Cup and people thinking, you know, uh, Steve Clark in his, in his pre-match says, you know, might not be as fierce a game as it was before. You know, I think when you look at bravery about being able to take the ball and make the game tick, Cal McGregor ticks all the boxes. And then, taking into consideration that he plays 50 to 60 games a season, consistently giving out these performances, you know, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. You know, I, I think in this country we always look to, to the so-called big stars in the sense of, you know, the players that play in England because they're publicised so well and everybody sees them on the telly and kids see them in computer games as such. But, I think when you look at you know his stats and the, the way the game was played last night, Cal McGregor was a guy that, that made it for Scotland, I felt. Look, I can't disagree. That Cal McGregor, outstanding contribution to Scotland. Every time he plays, I think the, the biggest compliment you could probably make is that Kevin's probably right, he doesn't get spoke about that much because he's that reliable. I think everybody just takes mm-hmm. it for granted that he's, he's always there. Kevin's right about bravery. I mean, that's a big thing in international football. Got to be prepared to take the ball anywhere now in the modern game. You know, in Scotland, are looking to be a modern side that play through their midfield. So he's integral to, to you know, essential to everything good that Scotland does. Because we're you, always quick, aren't we, to bemoan the fact that we're not technical like other nations are. And there are times when we thought, oh, well, it's Scotland, so we'll, you know, we'll get by on fight and grit and determination yeah. and get up and at them. But he's... Quite clearly a, pretty, no, a very cultured footballer Like he can mix it when he needs to mix it But the the strength of his game Is taking the ball in tight areas Moving it forward I think he's just came on uh, As soon as he got the armband at Celtic as well In terms of leadership uh, You see him in a Scotland jersey now You know controlling things Even you know telling McGinn and McTominay where to go I think that's a side on that Maybe gets underestimated at that level as well you look at him in the Euros as well when he came up against some top, top players and he held his own. So, I mean, for me, if you take Callum McGregor at, the, at that side, if Callum McGregor gets injured, you're noticing it. Even when you've got McTominay and Gilmore and McGinn in there, you are noticing McGregor's absence in that, no doubt about it. What do you make of that, Gordon? I mean, 
Kevin makes a fair point Like Scott McTominay goes into midfield and, and did brilliantly last night But he's not always in there um, And Billy Gilmore We hope and believe he's he's a special player Looked special He's kind of dropping But the constant in there is Callum McGregor Yeah I, I think that McGregor helps The likes of McTominay and Gilmore Because they know how steady he is There's a Probably a 7 out of 10 with McGregor He never falls below that line You never, you never hear anybody coming on here And criticise McGregor for an overall performance He's just got that consistent level um, He's very uh, You said Gordon He doesn't get the credit because he's very comfortable on the ball He'll take the ball anywhere Because he believes in his own ability I thought last night was excellent as well But I do believe that If I was picking ma- one man of the match I would have went for McTominay I thought McTominay was outstanding McGregor just comes into that bracket that he's a manager's dream because Postacoglu will just rely on him week in, week out. Steve Clark, every time he plays, just rely on him week in, week out. He never falls below those standards. He's always there. He's always confident. He's always prepared to take it. He's a really natural footballer. And I agree with Andrew. For a guy... It'd be amazing over the last three seasons How mm-hmm. many competitive games yeah. This guy's actually played He'll be in the 50 cap club soon John McGinn will enter it on Saturday night yeah. By the way But I think Callum McGregor's Two behind yeah. Something like that Two or three behind So he's um, It's hard to It's hard to Picture a Scotland team without him now Because he has been the constant You're right I mean McTominay Plays a couple of positions You know even McGinn Sometimes plays deeper, that Further yeah. forward Or deeper McGregor's always there And I think These guys Daz is right These guys When they know they're playing With a good player Who can take the ball Can you know Protect it And lend it back to you And sorry Just to go back even further The partnership that Sort of got us to the Euros Was McGregor and Ryan Jack So it's always yeah, It's yeah, always yeah, Callum yeah. McGregor It's always him yeah, He's always the constant And that makes players Play better When you know You've got somebody beside you That you can trust And he's certainly that Is this the Is this the best form He's been in Kevin Or does the consistency Make it quite hard to to you know, go that far. Uh, I, I, I think that's I think that's one that uh, I think the stats might put uh, might put to bed. But personally, I don't think I've seen him in such consistent form for club and country ever. Um, I, and again, I go back to I go back to Mark's point. You know, he's one of these players that, for me, regardless of what what team you're watching, whether it's Celtic, whether it's Scotland. If he's not playing, you can see there's gaps. You can see there's gaps. You see that people don't link up as well. You know, you see him last night taking the ball in, in tight at left back. You see him taking it in the, in the final third. You see him taking it off the goalie. You know, it, it's just incredible how brave he is and and to make these things tick. You know, I think you've seen it in the past when players come into international duty. You know, they, they try and do things differently for the, what they would do at the club. But Cal McGregor just seems to have back to that consistency word where he just does the same thing in day in day out and you know I don't feel he gets enough plaudits for it I really don't yeah, listen Kevin's right sorry I was, Daz, I was just going to say see when you think uh, the players that do get the plaudits and, and rightly so sometimes they often make a couple of mistakes and people credit them how they bounce back and all they've, they've put that behind them and they've popped up and scored a goal Cal McGregor never seems to make mistakes even in possession even out of possession, he always seems to be in the right place. Very rarely gets himself in any sort of trouble, getting sent off. He never makes mistakes. And that, as a footballer, 
as we all know, is incredibly hard to do. Yeah, I, I slightly disagree. I think Callum McGregor gets a lot of plaudits, certainly um, off Celtic supporters that phone this show regular, especially off guys that are standing here. Yeah, um, no, to be fair though, I think though in the Scotland context it's easy, and it's right mm-hmm. that you would talk about McGinn being the talisman, you know, and the goals. And for a while we felt we were going to build the team around Billy Gilmore and maybe we still will. Of course, we're obsessed with these brilliant fullbacks, particularly left-backs that we've got. I think maybe that's what Kevin means. It's always going to be after that that yeah, Callum yeah, McGregor yeah, gets yeah, a mention. Because McGinn, McGinn steps up and he, you know, he was a captain last night, he gets that first all-important goal. Um, yeah, the, the headlights go on that. The, the, the spotlight goes on that. Spotlight goes on the guys that probably score the goals. The goalkeeper. I don't want to know anything about your headlights, believe no, me. No, uh, no, you do, certainly don't want to know about my My headlights are out just at this moment in time, but don't worry about that. Um, I just think. <laughs> Where was that going? I don't know. I was trying to not get myself any trouble there. Uh, but the uh, spotlight goes on, obviously, goalkeeper mistakes or whatever. McGregor's just that consistent player. I think I think where he'll probably get the the most recognition is the players round about him will realise how good a player yeah. he is. As the caller said there, he takes it in tight positions. But I thought last night every single one of them deserve a mention for the way they played. I thought they were brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I mean you're talking about the number of appearances, I think, and I've been pretty quick on this, so forgive me. I think for club and country, in the last four seasons, it's at two hundred and fifty five appearances. <laughs> That's more in your career, mate. By the way, in four seasons, <laughs> just the last four. That's as far back as I could go yeah, while we were talking. That's a lot of football, isn't it? That, that, is, that is a lot of many football. Many football boots would you go through in that time? Oh, I mean, incredible. And you think of that time where he done his cheek in as well, and he he just carries yeah. on, mate. Never picks up any injuries. Remarkable. Uh, right, thank you, Kevin. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Messages coming in on Twitter as well, and lots of them. Um, David Gibson says only two negatives: Patterson going off injured. And too unbelievable to say the chances we missed, especially yeah, Armstrong, yep. um, which is true. I would agree with that. Shea yeah. Adams' second header, I nearly put the TV remote through the TV because I thought this is going to be one of those things. I thought out of everyone, uh, Armstrong's got to score any. Which one? Uh, the, the you header. know what? Non Stewart, he doesn't like the hair getting ruffled. Is that what it was? Ah, do you think? Ah, the buffon. See, ah, at that ah. stage, 61 minutes, we had three chances like that. You just thought, this isn't coming for us. At all Hit the bar Good save The keeper Armstrong blazes over He then heads wide I was never in that camp By the way I can understand Why people do Because you look And think We've played great tonight Created chances It's not got, It's got to be One of those nights They've got, got the part I just thought It was a matter of time I really did I thought that They were playing With too much confidence They were getting You know Too comfortable On the ball Every one of them Wanted the ball Tight positions They were creating chances mm-hmm. And I knew It was just a matter of time And McGinn stepped it's up It's easy saying that no, no. I hate when he does yeah. that I actually Do you know why? Do you know why I down. hate it? I've never forgiven him Why for, for? For that night in Serbia <laughs> Oh that's right Remember because that Because we were yeah. in here I was pretty stressed oh, That <laughs> and wasn't good And the Scotland We were hanging on And he's given it No way Serbia are going to score No chance It's done <laughs> Finish it Blow the whistle There is no chance Serbia will score And of course Yeah that, But last night I was fully confident Oh very good I'd, Full of confidence and well done to our lads. Uh, let's bring in Mark. He is a Hearts fan on the line. What stood out for you, Mark? Uh, the big thing for me, or the big difference that I've noticed uh, just from watching uh, the games over, over the years with the defence, um, I felt like McKenna and, and Henry were actually really, really good. Um, and I go to all the, the home games, and there's a few times when, when those guys have played and 
um, at that label they've, they've looked a bit shaky they've looked um, a wee bit out of place but I just thought last night they actually looked really good um, and especially when you consider the last two games I think I'm right in saying we've lost six goals so to get a, a clean sheet um, against a team that beat us uh, 3-1 in the last game and like I said coming off the back of losing three goals I think I'm right in saying in, in Ireland as well I just thought they looked really good and I, I can't actually remember Gordon having a, a safety mate so um, yeah I was, I was really really impressed with those two at the back I would agree I thought they looked comfortable I think uh, like in the modern day game you need your centre half to have real pace because it dictates where your front players can press and your midfielders getting close to people and I think that's a real benefit having they two at the back Jack Henry I was listening to Hugh last night I couldn't agree more with Hugh Jack Henry is hit and miss sometimes sometimes he can look like there's not one bead of sweat in him and he's so quick and composed and other times he'll just have an error in him somewhere but I thought last night he was composed Um, and McKenna look he's he's had a a great career since he's left this country Um, but he's gone through a, a difficult time just now with his club side but last night it didn't show and I think the back four looked good last night. I mean, it's it's a big jump going from a three to a four. And I thought Tierney and then when Young Hickey came in either side of them, they looked comfortable. I think Steve Clark mm. will stick to that for these two games coming up. Not to say they are perfect. There may be flaws in other areas, Gordon. But if you're talking about a back four to start of Patterson and Tierney with McKenna and Hendry, that is extremely quick. As far as back fours go, mm-hmm. it's, it'll be up there, certainly in ones that we could pick. How important is that? Uh, brilliant for the midfield players because it allows your back four to squeeze high up the pitch because they're confident anything goes in behind. Because we like, saw that a few times, didn't yeah, we? Because Ukraine were looking... They had joy from that in the summer. Mm-hmm. I think Liam Cooper played left yeah. centre-back that night. They yep. had joy. They got the first goal mm-hmm. early on. They were trying it so many times, but we seem to recover. Yeah, and I, and I think... That's where the success was last night because I think Steve Clapp learned from the first game. We played the two up front, we played Dykes and Adams, so we were one short in the middle of the part and we got overrun the middle of the part for me. Whereas he had a back four, the bags of pace, they could squeeze the game. We had five what you call midfield players there. Our width came for parts and Tierney, didn't come from wingers. Um, you had five midfield players in there, and that's where we dominated the game. The width came from the two guys. I just thought tactically last night, Steve Clark comes in for criticism. Every manager does. It's result by result. Listen, if he gets beaten Saturday night, the phone lines will be red hot on Monday telling them he played the wrong team, wrong tactics. Last night, he's got to take the credit. Substitutions were absolutely brilliant as well. Great timing. But I just thought middle of the part last night, overran Ukraine. He learned from the last game, which is brilliant. And that's where we got our success. And come on, Mark, as a jambo, must be a wee soft spot in there for Aaron Hickey, seeing him come on and in what could have been a big blow for Scotland and, and still might be, you know, with Nathan Patterson going off injured. Um, but he came in and did well, didn't he? Yeah, no, I, I was really impressed because, um, again, uh, I think the last time Hickey played, I, I wasn't convinced. It didn't look like he was bringing the form that he'd shown for um, Bologna at that time into the national team. Um, but last night he came on and he just slotted in and, and there was no no real difference between um, him, him and Patterson so that, that was great to see um, yeah I was, I was impressed I was impressed um, like Gordon was saying with, with all the subs as well they came on and they did, they did a very job it was just it was a great great performance to watch it, was, it reminded me of the 
uh, home performance against Denmark, and we beat them. I think we beat them three 0 um, as well. Um, it was just it was it was brilliant to watch. Um, so yeah, but my my only complaint is I don't like the away strip. The new away strip for me. <laughs> just, oh yeah. We've not seen it in action yet. The home one, the home one looked all right for you last night. I like the home one I like the home I like the wee bit of tapping in the wee stuff ah, I liked it I, I liked, liked the it, home Mark. one I thought it was yeah. it was good what about you Gokwan I know you're big in your fashion what are you thinking yeah yeah I'll give it a thumbs up yeah um, I, I was very can you see impressed. yourself in it yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. the one thing did you go I'll, long sleeves Scott McTominay like or always long sleeves yeah. always cold at this time um, I well, liked it the was long... about 19 degrees yesterday no 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 but, but, <laughs> but uh, bitter uh, but the one thing I love is the white socks I used to love white socks mm, okay you know what um, true uh, Mark Wilson true Mark the Hearts fan in Canvas Langs there, there was so much about and it maybe is a bit annoying right because people have made the point where was that performance against Ukraine in June when it was to get to a World Cup whether they were worse, we were better, a bit of both circumstances, pressure, not so much uh, worldwide desire for Ukraine to win. Yeah. There was a lot that was different about it, but maybe best maybe best summed up by Aaron Hickey, actually. Because well, he, looked, yeah. he looked different last yeah, night, didn't he? 100%. I mean, in the summer, it was just a step too far for him, or a step too soon for him. To be pitched into a game of that magnitude um, with very little experience behind him, it showed on the night. And I actually felt so. I think we all felt sorry for him a wee bit. Not a boy's fault, but last night he didn't look like that. He looked like a player who's playing Premier League football and playing against some of the best players in the world. So this short stint in English football, I think, has served him well. Not a blowing it, didn't he? Of course he's playing against unbelievable players in Serie A. But he just looked a more rounded individual, looked comfortable in his surroundings. And it's great to know that, you know, Parson, and I hope he's mm. not going to be a long term injury. Is he? Do we know anything about I don't that? know yet. I mean, let's be honest, it, it didn't look great, but there's no point no. in us diagnosing it. We'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, but it's great that there's a ready made backup there yeah. to slot in. Absolutely. Thank you to Mark in Canvas Lang. You'll have pleased Derek as well, who sent a message saying, I'm busy and can't phone, but if someone doesn't phone and say, Hendry is amazing, there is something seriously wrong. He was flawless. He's so slick, continental. I think Derek slick. might be the. Uh, the chairman of the Jack Hendry yeah, fan club Derek Man, Henry. Quite, um, <laughs> Uncle Derek as Jack calls him <laughs> exactly. um, Anyway 01419511025 We're going to take more of your calls And get the Steve Clark verdict next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB And you know what I've noticed about tonight as well I said it's got a strange feel about it Because it's all positive Nobody's complaining about Scotland Which is unheard of I think it's brought out the best in you two as well You've been really serious Tonight just praise yep. Just football That's analysis us. Just mm. pouring over the back four And yep. high defensive lines Not one bit of nonsense from you yet no, And it is we, 10 to 7 We had a great day out yesterday We were playing a bit of table football You know Talking about right, tactics. Where was uh, my invite? No, you're not invited. Great, it's, thanks. It's just me and my friend here, my fellow colleague. Brilliant. And we had it all shit out weird, tactics and, playing table football. and how 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 we moved the men about and stuff like that. A lot of straight lines, I've got to say, because um, but it was very enjoyable. Ten o'clock yesterday morning. Not really serious stuff from you so far. It's, it's fine. It's different. I'm not you, complaining. Are you enjoying the serious stuff. I've, I'm I loving feel, it. I feel like a lot of listeners. Don't want to slag him something into the wee's appearance. No, he's looking good to, today. Actually, I think a lot. He's, of, he's looking great. A lot of your listeners out there are getting a different side tonight. 
you know, that It's like being back at Airdrie That tactical, <laughs> you know, up for the, the fight sort of a thing and th- Oh my, hold on a minute! I've just been I've just been sent this picture from the table football. So is this some sort of video that's still to hit the, the social media yes. channels? See, he yeah. made it out like we just went somewhere <laughs> to play on. table football. That's you, why it sounded weird. You've turned up. Callum's just sent me this. You've turned up. Oh, it was good. In your old Wraith Rover strip. Uh huh. <laughs> And you brought your own captain's armband No no I wasn't my own That was the official one there for anybody <laughs> You're really up. You're an it's absolute You're not seeing that picture right How baggy is that strip Sees captain's armband You showed you I've not put it's the weight on It's stapled on to the It's strip. a staple <laughs> <laughs> With no disrespect right oh. And because we've we've been in trouble for fat shaming you in the past yeah. on here Yeah quite right I've got a jumper on now ex- Exactly You are In your 60s you're not as slim as you were when you played. Oh, you've got a not. you've got a jumper on, and that strip is still baggy. What on earth did that look like in the nineties? Do you know what? I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen it in the nineties because we watched a copy of him. By the way, do you, do you like the armband? Just that matches. I didn't see leader respect. I'm a bit like John McGinn today. And what's the sponsor of the strip? Jackie. Jackie O's. <laughs> Jackie oh, O. What's that? Oh, I, I, I need to watch what I'm saying. That was a nightclub. Oh, I went a miss in the cup final. Where do I don't you, think the commentator picked that up. Right. That, that was the sponsor. <laughs> where, do, where do you think the cup final's night out was? <laughs> you, let me tell you, it wasn't a hotel. Are you allowed back in Jackie O's? It's gone. Or would you be? The minute I I'd left, have to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Incidentally my favourite story Because you shouldn't have brought this up Because I'm now getting all the inside info On what happened yesterday <laughs> Is it true or is it false This is going to destroy him I love this no. uh, That the cleaner said Oh so <laughs> <laughs> You know what's coming here Yeah I think I know what's How coming How good is this listeners So <laughs> the cleaner comes in Turns to Mark Wilson and says Oh well I know you're Mark Wilson And then turns and says but who are you? Yeah, she did, nah. <laughs> I was stunned. A million percent. He actually? was fuming. Uh, he started. Uh, <laughs> he started on her. Told oh, her I gave, oh, I gave her what for? Let me do oh, it. Brilliant. brilliant. Put you right in your That's place. That's the last job you'll have. <laughs> right, James, <laughs> no, happy. James is a Rangers fan from Barhead. Of course, Scotland on his mind tonight, though, James. What did you take away from it? Yeah, a brilliant performance. Um, as I keep I'll pretty what everyone else has said to a man I thought we were more than past marks really really strong but I was listening to a call earlier on about trying to shoehorn Robertson back into the the side and I just think for for his lackey's height I think I would play Tierney's left side his seven and a half and a four because the boy down at Man United is a Martinez yep. um, shows that you don't need to be six foot plus to be able to sort of hold yourself against a really high standard and I think uh, Tierney's that good I think he's probably one of our best players so and it would still give us Robertson as well, who is probably if not the best player we've got. So um, I think I stick with the four, but I just think that's the way we could fit it, fit both them into the team without taking away from the team, if that makes yeah. sense. So that's now the best option, you think, rather than going back to the three-five-two sort of thing? Yeah, McTominay in midfield was immense last night. So I think trying to play him as a third turn or half or, or losing somebody from midfield because we go overran against Ukraine uh, what four months ago or whatever or three months ago so I think keeping the midfield the way it was last night number wise but having the back four of that set up I think would, would give us the best of both worlds Mark there has been times in game in particular that we've done that before where the three hasn't started brilliant and we've gone to 
a back four and Kieran Tierney's gone into centre back is that the best solution? No, so not you, for me. So you're dropping dis- one of them then. I disagree with <laughs> James. Even though you've got the Andy Robertson tracksuit on. Mm, I think the boss. I know I know Kieran Tierney's played there left centre half. I think you take a lot away from his game if you move him to left centre half. I get he's composed, he's a good defender, one v one, but a lot of the positivity you're taking away. So if he plays the left mm-hmm. side of three, we we've all seen Do he overlaps, yep, Robertson and you get him up the pitch and he's in the final third. If you play him left centre half mm. And a four You take all that good stuff away you're, you're putting them in there Purely as a defender Now then you You would argue the case for McKenna And whoever else has been out When they come back Whoever else is missing They come back And you go You've got an out and out Centre half there So I think you're You're shoehorning somebody else Who are you leaving out then? Tierney or Robertson? I don't know I, I actually don't know The, the competition's so, that, that good Andy Robertson for me Is one of the top five Left backs in the world <clears throat> okay. I, 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 I truly believe that Kieran Tierney showed Tierney last is, night. Is Tierney in the top four. Mm. Kieran Tierney six. <laughs> no, no, Kieran Tierney showed last night what he he brings in that so position. So if you pick one, you're picking Robertson for the next game. No, the very him. next game off the back of last night, I would stick with Tierney. Mm, I'm KT three. He's uh, AR two six. Uh, can I see where James is coming from? Gordon, he was because wearing six last night. Six. <laughs> Kieran Tierney was wearing six last night. <laughs> <laughs> Great Taylor was three. <laughs> and thanks for paying attention. Going back, to, going back to what we said earlier, it is important not to fall into the trap of thinking that everything gone before didn't work because no, Kieran didn't. Tierney and Andy Robertson did have a good understanding. They did. There was times when mm-hmm. they struck up a good partnership. So, does Steve Clark bear that in mind and do it? Do it, James? Says I don't, Maybe there even is a way Maybe the full team Reshuffles And you know With the ball They rotate And all of a sudden Kieran Tierney Does bomb forward From from centre half I, I don't know But Is that a possibility I, I think the modern day It's horses for a track Isn't it Let's be honest It's not the it. same though Is ah, it well, Okay fine But it is um, <laughs> yeah. I mean it's right there It, it almost it's, It rhymes like, Yeah Horses for the track Yeah So um, like it's, I've never heard nah. it put that way you, you look at Different games I <laughs> Sorry. Certainly next next game against Ireland I'll be a back four, right? Because I don't well, think Andy Robertson's not fit so. but, does, but even if Andy Robertson was fit I still think he would stay at the four Because mm. I think that you put yourself under immense pressure Coming off a performance like that Personnel, that personnel won't change a lot Obviously question marks will be about Parsons fitness But as, as Mark quite rightly said I thought Hickey and the right hand side played excellent And fair play on. then to Steve Clark Because before the game last night Most people who were getting in touch Including the pundits I think Said well Greg Taylor Got to play Been brilliant for Celtic So Taylor comes in at left wing back Kieran Tierney stays where he is mm-hmm. Stevie Clark made then a big call To go to the back four And, and it obviously worked Yeah but I, I, I think everybody thought that Clark would have stuck, stuck with his back three which he was as you say Gordon you, you, you're actually defending it tonight because I think we're getting carried it's away it's not so much defend, just, well, just I, worth I, bearing in mind that yeah. it's not always been a disaster that's, that's the yeah. way people so, seem to be reacting so on the back of that we thought and uh, what day is this Thursday Tuesday <laughs> that um, this bodes well for the rest of the show it's been a long week um, Tuesday night we thought that he would stick with the back three and if he st- went with the back three it left that wing back position open which Taylor would probably come in there but the minute the back four then Tierney's a stick on for left back Beat the 
Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. If there's one thing I get disappointed in myself over It's when I false advertise I said we were going to hear from Steve Clark, And all of a sudden we've run out of time But well, we'll do it before the end of the show We're obviously here uh, until 8 o'clock And for now, it's Beat the Pundit We are really struggling to get the, the, the victory for the listeners The pundits are very much on top But these two are not the sharpest So this could be the night mm. 01419511025 Get your calls in please before 7 And your chance to beat the pundit is next Headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at 01419511025. It's actually a guy on the phone during the break there moaning that we're talking about your baggy <laughs> strip and other stuff when we, we should be Get concentrating on. on the football. Get Little on. does he know there's a lot more where that came from. Yeah, Sorry to exactly. disappoint you, sir. Uh, anyway, let's move on because it's that time of the night. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk/slash/football. Right, beat the pundit time. We are desperate for a win for the listeners because the pundits have had it all their own way for quite some time. Please, tonight be the night. Tony and Johnston, how's it going? I'm good, guys. How are you? All good, thank you. Mm. Ever played before? Um, not officially, unofficially. Listen to you guys, but not been on it before, no. And how do you usually do? Do all um, right at home? Not too bad, not too bad, Bill. The nerves are with me now, so I'll see how No, honestly, just get rid of them. Oh, get nervous. rid of them. Yeah, Tony, hang up now. Was it last night the caller said that? Oh, I can't believe how different it is when he said when you get on here. But it's easier on a, a Thursday, Tony. It's a much more relaxed feel. Um, Hugh won the tiebreaker. He did oh. pretty well on the tiebreaker last night, you know. Fair play to oh, him for the a, goals. For a man who, who was distracted because he's lost his luggage and he's trying to get it sent home <laughs> from his holiday. <laughs> Uh, he was distracted But he did well Kept he'll his composure get full, He'll get the full luggage Nobody's opening that And thinking Oh I'll have one of them uh, <laughs> Granddad shirts <laughs> Send cardigan That's an end of records Right on cue He's actually sent a message uh, it's, it's like constant updates Like a, It's like looking after a child doing, uh, One holiday suitcase Has been delivered But not mine Go to the toilet in Asda Who does that Man outside says I hope you weren't in there Washing your smalls <laughs> <laughs> you Disturbing uh, uh, Right heads It's Mark Wilson Tails It's Gordon DL And it is Heads It's Mark Against Tony and Johnson oh. When was the last time You actually played? Last Tuesday I Have won. you lost this season? No Yes oh, have have you? You? I've only lost one as well Right let's get What are they? They're my new glasses Where's he plucked them from? <laughs> a wee bit Sunglasses like, inside. A lot, a lot of people have been saying I look a wee bit like Maverick. I'm like Lily Savage. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember Tom Cruise wearing leopard print sunglasses. I wear watched a wee bit the the tea last night. It was good. Right, anyway, enough of him. Right, uh, let's give Mark some Clyde two to listen to. <laughs> So that he doesn't know what's happening, Tony. Thirty seconds. Just answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Uh, right, thirty seconds in on the clock. Your time starts now. <laughs> Who assisted both of London Dykes' goals last night? Right, Fraser. Who's the most capped Celtic player in the current Scotland squad? Carl McGregor. Name the last non-old firm team to win back-to-back Scottish League Cups. Ross Kearney. Which English side does Stefan Johansson currently play for? QPR. 
Which Scottish Premiership club does Ben Purrington play for? Hibs. How many current Scottish Premiership clubs did Barry Robson play for? Three. Okay. Ooh, Cindy, like you knew your stuff, Tony. Let's bring back Mark. Can you hear us? Yes. Good. Same set of questions. Are you ready? Okay. Thir- Get those glasses off. They are very, very distracting. You know your stuff, Tony. Tony's one at zero. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not hear Tony either? Just get one. I was listening to Tony. Get one right. That's it. Ball, that ball remains over. in studio. Seriously? Oh, is, he, is he leading me into a... To be fair, there are easy questions. If you don't get five, I'll be disappointed. Right, you ready? Yes. No pressure. Okay. Who assisted both Lyndon Dykes goals last night? Ryan Fraser. Who is the most capped Celtic player in the current Scotland squad? Cal McGregor Name the last non-old firm team To win back-to-back Scottish League Cups Aberdeen Which English side Does Stefan Johansson Currently play for? I saw that gesture Which Scottish (laughs) Premiership club Does Ben Purrington Currently play for? (laughs) Oh, Hibs How many current Scottish Premiership clubs Did Barry Robson play for? Two What? Okay, Tony How do you think it went? Oh, hi Hi uh, I guess I think it might be close. Might, be, might close. be close, Mark. If you hadn't taken time off to throw that gesture towards Gordon DL <laughs> midway through those questions, was annoying. Uh, I think you could be. T- you See, would have been fine. Tony, Tony doesn't have this guy trying to put you down. Aye. Oh, Did you I, honestly think Tony didn't do well there? This is what I need to establish. No, because the questions were too easy. But I know if I put him into that mindset. Struggles Who assisted both mm. Lyndon Dykes goals Ryan Fraser You both got it Who's the most capped Celtic player In the current squad Callum McGregor You both got it The last non-old firm team To win back-to-back Scottish League Cups Dundee United Dundee United Was that really? Some legend you Was are Was that? Oh. Why do you think The man Writing the questions Would have put Aberdeen No chance 1980 United. and 1981 Before oh, your time yeah, But still yeah. well Stefan B- Johansson B- Plays for <laughs> Queen's Park Rangers now Does he? Yeah, yeah. And Tony got it Oh no I'm beating oh, well done, B- Tony, Tony oh. got it Which Scottish Premiership club Does Ben Porrington Play for? You did say Hibs mm. So did Tony And it's not right no. It's Ross County 3-2 to Tony How many current Scottish Premiership clubs Did Barry Robson Play oh, for? Oh no you're beating Dundee United Celtic Aberdeen Tony oh, got it Dundee. as well He didn't even need it He's showing off Tony A 4-2 victory Well done to you Horses for tracks That's done the tiger Excellent Tony And a great sign off as well Tony you can come back Any time We needed a victory He's come on here Embarrassed Mark Wilson Took the mickey out of you For horses oh. for tracks And off he goes With a sign ball aye. What a man Well deserved Tony Yeah I can't believe he beat you They Why? were quite four They were quite easy uh, Well Barry for Robson, me. You must have played With Barry Robson yeah I played with Barry At two of the clubs as well aye. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot believe a question outside Rangers and Celtic always go for Dundee United. The man makes him up. That's a good point. I should have went. I should have known my history, my United history. That's poor, poor. Celebrated. Runny was at Tanner. Do you know what's you you know what's even worse about this? though right, you're playing. You're getting embarrassed and. I don't know if he's put someone up to this to try and recover from the cleaner not recognising him episode. Hmm. But I've had a message in. Um, from Victoria Who's a big Gordon DL fan wow. that, That's it That's all right. it says Just want, just wanted to know That She's going to start the, the Gordon DL fan club Just a massive that's, fan of your work Thank you Vic 
which um, is probably doesn't get called I'll that at all. Victoria, he's clearly text somebody and said, "Go and get in touch." Do you actually think I know when they call Victoria? I think there's a free chance <laughs> for what it's worth, and I'm going to turn off your mic before you get us in, uh, in any further bother. Um, there's a lot of good stuff coming in for you lot on Twitter right now, actually. You're getting a lot of stick for horses for the track, I yeah. must admit. Ah, oh, come on, we all know um, what they're saying is. And going back to your table football yesterday, some great poetry from your friend Curious Creatures, he's been oh, honest. It's a game, yes. a game of table football with the Dazzler at his best. A baggy striker's jersey, Jackie O's upon his chest. <laughs> the champ of table football with the goals and the assists. But a slight unfair advantage is the strength of his right wrist. <laughs> and we move on. 01419511025. Get your calls in. What did you make of Scotland's performance last night? Here's what Stevie Clark thought. No, I think performance first was a really good performance. Uh, congratulations to the players. We we gave them a lot of information in a very short space of time. Uh, mostly boring walkthroughs on the pitch, uh, long meetings in the in the meeting room. But they took it on board and they they executed what we wanted to do well. It was a good game. It was a was an open game first half. Not too many big chances, uh, but second half we just got on top of them a little bit and eventually I think the first goal was always going to be crucial. When you're on the side of the pitch and you're watching and you know your team's creating chances, you know your team's got good forward momentum, you're, you're just waiting, you're actually expecting one of them to go in because you're creating so many good chances that you, you believe in your players and you, you trust them to get the goal and that's what happened. Mad to think that it was three and could have been more. Mark Wilson, that was yeah. strange about last night, wasn't it? I was um, Because we played Ukraine not that long ago And we've seen how they kind of just dismantled us I wasn't expecting it to be such a, a You know a big scoreline With so many chances created for us When you look at the total shots And total attempts and goal uh, Compared to what Ukraine had it was, it was staggering at times But I think Daz touching it earlier That Obviously the credit goes to the players But Stevie Clark has to take huge credit Because that game back in the summer Daz was spot on We got outnumbered in the midfield And Ukraine just played round us And through us And they got um, great success for it. Stevie Clark recognised that Went with Armstrong and Christie And they're just behind Adams And you've got your three That did so well So he, he recognised How much a crucial part of the park That was for Scotland and, and we got control of it And we took the positive through there So many chances I mean Armstrong Two unbelievable chances And that's probably the bit of the game That lets him down Final third The the end product Christy as well But when you've got a substitute That you can bring on With, with Fraser's delivery A set piece that you work on It's always great satisfaction When you get something like that Just chipped out I couldn't believe how he's so Similar good at, the goals He's just so good at headers though Lyndon that Even when he came on The amount of flick-ons And I know that Brilliant, yeah Look he had that period Of being really important for it. He scored Was it four games in a row he scored In yep. games that, that we won And he, you know he was vital Then I think to most people Became clear that Our overall style Our overall strategy Is probably better When it's Shea Adams And not Lyndon Dykes But What a way to show That you've still got a lot to offer Gordon Deal. Yeah uh, It showed last night Great sub uh, Two great substitutions In fact I'll go one further Three Throw in Hickey um, you know Fraser puts that delivery in When you put a good delivery in And as Mark quite rightly says You've worked on it And you get a chance to go and attack it Dykes is as good as anyone going about He's very good in there You know And he got his reward with his two goals I thought they were, I thought they were excellent I just 
I do agree. I thought that the way that Scotland set up last night, now you're talking about all the positive going forward, the three goals. A big positive for Steve Clarton for me that as well would be the clean sheet. Yep. You know, you get into a game and look, this team, I thought when this team started last night and they were knocking the ball about early doors and you're looking at the quality of the side, I'm thinking this got to be a long night. But Scotland were absolutely mm. brilliant on the night. And for obviously the goalkeeper, the back four, to walk off there with a clean sheet, they'll be over the moon with yeah. that as well. Uh, Robert Clark sent a tweet to at Clyde SSB. He says, Is Jason Cummings for Lyndon Dykes the greatest player trade in international footballing history? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we all have interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I thought about Gordon and Airdrie. Was that the caller the other night? He says, I thought about him twice when Fraser assisted both of Big Lyndon's headers. I think it was Gordon that came on and basically said, Ryan Fraser should never play for Scotland Or was it Andy? Anyway There was a caller previously in the, Yesterday or whatever Said Ryan Fraser Should never play mm. For Scotland again He turned his back on us It's hard uh, to feel that way When, he's, exactly. when he uh, sets up two goals I mean I, I get it at the time Because You know We all looked at it In that point of view Thinking well, basically Yeah yeah. But if, if the guy's still got a lot to offer Which he has Because he's a good player Comes on Great deliveries then We'll take them We're not good enough side To be turning down Players of that quality Yeah William is on the line What are you making of it all now William after last night How you doing guy Good evening yeah. Chris uh, I think it's great You know I think See, see when uh, Steve Clark uh, Started out In his, his Scotland career uh, They were all moaning About what positions What position uh, We didn't have players For right backs We didn't have forward players and see when you look at it now, he's delivered everything that a Scotland fan wants. You know, he's he's we've been in a major tournament. Uh, we're progressive nature of the squad, the experience that's through the squad, the balance between the the players that are in the squad, uh, and he showed the last night that we're no rigid. We we can play different formations for different teams that we're playing. So all these things are important, and the progressive nature. From start to finish has just been uh, incredible. For me, it took a wee bit longer than I thought it would, but I knew when Steve Clark took over and he was obviously going to make the the top Scottish league a wee bit weaker with his absence. But I just think what he's done to the Scotland team and and the years that he's been there is something that the Scotland fans have wanted for a long time. And see when you look at McTominay playing him in the back three and then bringing him into midfield. I think at the time he wasn't getting a lot of games for the, uh, Manchester United. Uh, and for me, when you put him in the midfield, he was dropping his midfielders and things like that. But for me, he's progressed in as a player, obviously with Man United and with Scotland. So bringing him out, the back three, and putting him in the midfield has improved his game as well. You know, So that progressive nature, you've got Hickey, you've got Patterson, you know, you've got, you've got guys up front and... For me, the club mentality is there in, in an international uh, uh, what would I say, mm-hmm. platform. Yep. So I think everything that Steve Clark's done from start to finish has just been just been all positive. And I think I think when you look at the squad now, uh, it's still progressive because of the the nature of the experienced players and the players that are coming through, like your Gilmore's and other guys like that. You know, so. I think that's everything that you wanted for a Scotland team uh, for, for when Steve Clark took over to now, I think. I don't know what the guys think about that. I would agree. I, I think there there's a good blend there. There certainly is. 
I think they've got good backup. Um, and Steve Clark sometimes doesn't get the, the credit he's due as a kind of tactician mm. in, in the national stage as well. I think it has evolved because you think his Kamarnock team was built around being hard to beat. Yeah. And there was a long, and you know, William says it was longer than he would have liked, but there was a long time for Scotland that people then threw that, oh, he's just, you know, he's going to do the same. Look, he's trying to make us hard to beat. We're sitting off teams. We've got good players. We should try and have more of the ball. You couldn't. I mean, that's not a defensive performance last night. Far no. from it. No, but I think that was needed. That his style was needed when he came in mm-hmm. to make his heart to beat. So that's your that's your first protocol, and then you build. Once you see the players that have been bodied through, once you see Parsons and Gilmore's coming in to complement Cal McGregor, once you see John McGinn's form, you know, going up and up and up, and the levels he's playing at going up, then you can start to adjust because the players have got in their mind. First and foremost, were hard to beat. Then next, then the the next stage is to control games, to be more progressive when we got the pitch. And I think it has evolved, but still with that fundamental idea that Scotland have got to be hard to beat. Now, of course, you can pick holes in that because people say, "Well, Republic Ireland, we won the hard to beat, and Ukraine, we won the hard to beat." I would take those games in probably isolation over his full reign. I think over the piece. We have been hard to beat, but we are getting better, certainly, mm-hmm. in the forward areas. thing is, Gordon, look, no one's pretending that it's it's perfect. Stevie Clark will always have a, a lot of critics, but for a full, almost a full generation of Scotland fans, they are witnessing some of the best performances that, that we've seen in a while. Now, fine, you can argue and say, yeah, but the bar was really low before, mm-hmm. but the fact still remains, last night goes straight in there. You beat you, Ukraine are ranked about 20-odd places above us. We saw how well they did in the summer. Beat them 3-0 Extremely comfortable um, But it was only 10 months ago That everyone was phoning in And saying oh, Last night against Denmark That's the best I've seen Scotland in years Beating them 2-0 And then of course You know you, You're going through the last campaign Going away to Austria And winning 1-0 Drawing 0-0 uh, With England At Wembley During a European Championship Which we qualified for uh, You know For the first time In a while Then even in the lead up to that Obviously the night in Serbia To get us there He's had, a, he's had a fair number of impressive nights. That's not to say there haven't been bad ones, but he's, he's certainly racking up the good ones as I, well. I think it's just an, uh, an individual, um, you know, opinion about Steve Clark. Me personally, I think Steve Clark's doing a terrific job with Scotland squad. Yes, he's had his low points. Every manager does. Um, but I think that he's he's got a good squad there. He's got a great blend for me. He's got good, young, hungry players. He's got good, experienced players. They all seem to work for each other. Um, I think that, you know, Steve Clark's not afraid to make the big decisions because I don't think any of us would have picked a formation in the team um, that he put out last night. And he'd probably come under a little bit of fire for that before a, the, the ball was kicked, you know, before the game was um, played at quarter to eight last night at Hamden. So... He, he makes the decisions. Um, I think we're going the right direction. Yes, there'll be stumbles in the way, of course, of all. But I think we're going the right direction with this group of players because I think there's a lot of talented lads out there. For instance, we had, I think it was around about eight players that play in the top league for me, English Premier mm-hmm. League, and that side last night. So we've got good quality. We've got the Celtic captain in there who's absolutely a terrific footballer as well. Um, you know, top class goalkeeper at a mature age. Um, so you can put into the mix all the good things he's bringing to the the Scotland um, team. But I think his players does deserve a bit of credit. But Steve Clark's a little bit 
As I say, Gordon, if they don't have a good performance Saturday night, yeah, guaranteed Monday, the uh, they, they'll forget about Wednesday. And that's not to say, Mark, look, there, there's going to be bad things in there that you deserve criticised for, of course. Um, but, you know, the obvious ones, Ukraine and Republic of Ireland um, over the summer. But it felt like that low, the low point or one of them was Denmark away. You remember, we had just been knocked out of the Euros. We didn't do as well as we'd hoped. Wembley was a great night, but it was just a draw. You know, we didn't do as well as we would have hoped. The very next game... We were really overrun by Denmark 2-0 mm-hmm. um, And Stevie Clark got a lot of criticism But he was saying that you know, I think John McGinn was missing And he was confident That things were going to get better And since then We've played 13 Won 9 Drawn 2 And lost 2 Now of course The two we lost were big ones yeah. And fine But over the piece It is a team that seems to be In a decent spot It's as good as I can remember For a long time Now I grew up watching the teams That got to the Euros And, and the World Cup Finals in France So take that aside But since then It's as good as I can remember And you're right Gordon Some of the big nights We've been in this studio For some of them And some young fans Coming through Oh no No different Fred, Like qualifying for tournaments I think A lot of people Will see that as a success I think he's He's put us in a good place I think there's more Do to you know what I enjoyed last night As much as a result I thought the style of football Was excellent mm. Yeah William I'm sorry We are so late It's my fault These two have just Taken me on a tangent And it's getting out of hand Thank you though For your thoughts Uh, We will take more of your calls And a teaser next Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's that time of the night Gordon Diel Mark Wilson They're going to team up And encourage each other And be nice to each other On the full time teaser As sent in uh, by Stephen Thank you to Stephen For sending it Over to fulltime At Clyde1.com Just drop an email If you've even got an idea For a question Send it over And we'll do our best To use it on the show That's what Stephen did tonight Topical mm. And I think you'll like it I think you'll be able To get your teeth into this one If you're listening at home Why not give it a go See if you can get the answers Quicker than these two Every chance uh, Name the last five Rangers And five Celtic players To score for Scotland Whilst they were playing For Rangers Celtic Obviously McGregor uh, Callum McGregor Ryan Jack Can you tell me when Callum McGregor did it? He scored against uh, Did he score against Ukraine the 3-1? Am I right in that? Yes Well done well, does Yeah And against Croatia at the Euros Yeah yeah But it was the last time yeah, So I just, just went back checking. to the last time um, You also threw in Jack Was that one Ryan Jack? Nah That's a terrible answer Terrible Rubbish No no I was just talking to myself Right okay five seventy five. Griffiths? Yes Against Slovenia Way back in 2017 Mm, Commons Nope Must be Armstrong Nope Christy Ryan Christy uh, I'll tell you who scored Patterson Down the right hand side Christy Famous night Aye aye In Serbia, Serbia yeah, Of course yeah. Yes Nathan Patterson Well done He did it against Moldova Last November So we'll leave it there That's a good start We're looking for the last five Rangers And last five Celtic To score for Scotland uh, Whilst they were at those clubs So McGregor Griffiths Christy on one side and Patterson on the other. Well, they're all on the same side, but you know what I mean. Let's bring in John, who is calling from the East End. What point have you got for these two tonight, John? How you doing, Gordon? Gordon good. and good. Mark. How are you? Um, are you well? Hi, good. Good to make yourself. Can't um, I'll tell you what it was. Um, I asked, obviously, I'm a producer. Well, I know VAR was informed last night or whether it was actually switched on or whether the guy was maybe just away watching Coronation Street or something. Because <laughs> that tackle on Shea Adams, how was that only a button? 
Good question Mark Wilson Well I agree with um, With what John's saying I mean is it, Was a bonder She Adams is, is through Now I don't think there's an argument About last man Because no. I mean Which was the, annoying the, me Because uh, people People kept banging on about it because obviously you can get a red for a clear denying yeah. a goal scoring opportunity. But that's not the issue, is it? But it was the tackle, the force in the tackle, endangering an opponent. I I was amazed that it was a boot. Seen it in real time, thought it was a saying off. Seen it in the replay, I thought it was a saying off. Now VR does it go if it's a, a clear any red card any red card incident. So whether I, they, I thought it should have been referred and that's to VR. I don't know if we ever get this level of you know, accessibility, um, transparency on it. Whether they have only thought about the, the denying the goal scoring opportunity element, and then ha- well, that would be amazing because your first instance when you see it is the pace that the two of them come yeah. together. The way Bondar then moves his body into Adams, the the goal scoring opportunity surely comes second. Mm-hmm. Surely the highlight it yeah. catches well, your listen, eye. That, that might not be. I'm yeah. just, I was amazed. I don't. I, I disagree with. That. I think everybody. Oh. No, no, no. I don't mean I disagree with um, your decision. You think it was a red? It should have been. No. I, what I'm saying is, I think the first thing everybody looks at is are the defender getting round. Yeah, there? I think so. I think that's the automatic thing. It's the first thing I looked at. Um, and Mark's saying about you know you look at the two of them coming together, and it's not until you see it after a few replays that you realise that it's a challenge. And I agree. I, but, I, but to be fair, then I, surely, if anything, you're, the force must have been recognisable yeah. at, at real speed because if you can see it in slow motion. Well, I, I looked at it and winced when I seen it right away. I went, oh, because the pace, oh, I had the oh, pace of the two of them. Oh. oh. I went, oh, oh, that looks, that looks not. I then, I, so I'm the opposite for the does. I then went, oh well, was it last man? Mm. Was somebody getting round there? It was the force, and he's very lucky. Yeah, I mean, John, they always talk about endangering an opponent, don't they? And it, it's tough to, it's tough to see how that didn't endanger Shea Adams. Well, that's, that's what I was like, and I said that to to Cam as well, the producer, that it was like a rugby tackle. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't even as if, like Mark said. Yes, there was force in it, but it was it was just the sh- uh, I don't know. It was like the sheer force. I know. Yeah. How can you actually come to terms with how how hard they hit him? But it was just I was just watching it, and I was like, Ooh. "How on earth?" Forget like you like you said about the the last man and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It was the fact that the referee was right there. He seen it. He booked him. He seen him going to his pocket, and I thought I thought he was going to bring out a red card. Uh, and he brought out a yellow but this is what I'm saying about VAR surely at that point then VAR would go wait a minute here we need to look at this again or we need to send the referee out to look at that screen because yeah. that was a red card every day of the week yeah yeah. I'd, I'd love to know Mark I'd, I'd love to know how that wasn't endangering Shea Adams because maybe they've got a perfectly coherent explanation for that I've just not thought of but I'm struggling to imagine what that would sound yeah, like. Yeah, well, they, they just don't, and that's the problem. I mean, we, I mean, we what are you champion. See if, I'm not sure if you're allowed to take this into consideration, right? But bear with me. I mean, if Shea Adams is Ryan Fraser's height, or he's or he's Billy Gilmore's height, yeah. I mean, maybe that is a big if, right? I'll, I'll half take that back. But Get what you mean. Could They're be in trouble. Serious, serious, trouble. serious bother. Yeah. And in fact, maybe Shea Adams is lucky he wasn't. You saw the physio giving it the old sort of spinal his neck check. And, yeah. Um, but we champion VR, right? And and we say, or or we did last year, thinking this will solve all the arguments. You what? Well, you might know. 
because you've done a bit of work in this, but you wonder what goes on in the VR trucks when a situation as blatant as that and it doesn't get mm. put to the ref to go and have a look. It seems like sometimes they're playing under a totally different set of rules than the general public mm. and all I was watching yeah, understand. it's just their opinion it wasn't a red card. Obviously. Well, that's obviously their opinion yeah. it wasn't a red card. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a personal opinion, isn't it? When you look at it. Yeah. We, no, we agree that... Uh, and like I said, John's though, may, the same. maybe you're following... In, maybe I'm overanalyzing this, but I do feel like there are some ones that... Go a bit beyond that You know that That would be the question That I keep coming back to How could that not have been Excessive force Or endangering an opponent mm-hmm. I've heard some mad opinions On this show Believe me But It's just struggle to even I mean yeah. Well you guys have played Obviously Mark And oh, He wouldn't have tracked back no. Over the halfway no, line no, So no, no. You guys have obviously played Mark uh huh. Yeah. The next bit was you wouldn't be back in your own half. Okay. Don't be you ridiculous. Know what? You're, be- you're better putting it to him because I those are the type sh- of tackles no. in his day. Yeah, That's, that used to be the nah, norm. Nah. What I'm asking you, I was though, in the tunnel as a defender. Um, look, sometimes you can just step across somebody and you can just block them, and it and it was a, and it is just a booking. So why? What was more? Was that not what this was last night? Was this more no, than that? No, I mean, you're right. You can step across them and halt or run. The, the difference with Bondar looked like he, he moved his body forward towards Adams that obviously creates a bigger impact in, in through Adams' back. So you are endangering the player. There is no doubt in my mind he was endangering Adams there. And you're right, when the physio comes on and checks, that tells a story. Adams is a big lad. He's a strong lad. We've seen him hold the ball up numerous occasions and throw the centre-backs about a bit. But for him to stay down after that, it shows you the force in that, that challenge. Well, everyone's in agreement, John. There we are. So happy with that. Um, Ukraine felt hard done by that John McGinn's goal stood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with. I agree with that. Um, so he's not just using that world class backside. Uh, look, I'll tell you what. It's brilliant play from him. But well, how is it then? You've just said it shouldn't have stood. Well, well, it did What's stand brilliant about that? Uh, because it, it stood to get away with it. I, I think that other referees may have looked at that. And blew the. Think so. <laughs> yeah, I think we were fortunate about, and I love it that we've got a wee bit. I think he's. I get what you're saying about his backside. I thought his left foot maybe came across the defender, mm-hmm. and if that's the other side, if that's Jack Henry, you not I'm allowed calling to go, for a foul all day long. You're not allowed to go and plant your foot though, ultimately, and then. And he yeah, did the defender uh, and just kick him. But look It's a I, good argument. It is a good I'm, argument. I just always try and flip it the other way. I if I, I would be and claiming, I'm, I'm for, claiming a for a foul if I'm a defender. Mm. I love it that we get away with it. Love it as John McGinn again that he's strong and he's physical because maybe a, a a different player in that position would have went down for us. Wouldn't they have had the strength to hold him mm-hmm. off him? We wouldn't have got ahead. So some backside though, isn't it? Ah, oh, beautiful. Well, when they go that far, I mean, it's, it's it's good enough. And he uses way. it very well. I've got to say, I love that though because there's there's a lot. I think there's some there's a there's a serious side to this. He, I think he said it last night after the game that he's had numerous coaches across his career trying to coach that out of him. Well, he's really? backside, putting his backside, didn't he? Yeah, you know, to try to to stop it, stop doing that. You know, Why? make sure you've got control of the ball first, or whatever the logic would be. But he said it. He says there's numerous coaches who've tried to coach that out of him. Yeah, and I, do you know what? A couple of years ago, I, I heard some people, maybe sort of off the record or whatever, saying, mm, "Don't know about that." Constantly backing in. Don't know if the top level only gets you so far, and so on. But 
Uh, doesn't he? It's got him to where he is. I think it'd be difficult to obviously play against if someone's as good as that and he's a strong lad as well. So you're not moved. Now, if you get something that, that works for you and it's strong and big, then use it. <laughs> See, the thing is about him, he often gets that labelled at him, right? And he uses it you know, brilliantly. But his quality is frightening as well. I mean, once he gets in the position, once good he dons in the finish, yeah, yeah. when, when he's brilliant. in the box for Scotland, I don't think there's many you'd rather. And I include Adams and Dykes in that as well mm-hmm. in terms Half of goals. And in, against Ukraine. Oh, of course. Yeah. Aye, aye. But it's a significant goal. It moves him uh, level with Mo Johnson in ninth in all time really? Scotland goals. Oh. He scores, I mean, he's got two more games to do it. If he does that, he'll join James McFadden and uh, Robert Hamilton, who was a big deal in the early 1900s, late 1800s. Robert Hamilton. So, you know, conceivably, I mean, he's he's only five short of Ali McCoist, right? So you'd back him to go there, yeah? Yeah. A few games left. So... That's, he could that's something this, else. I, I, I think Dalglish is the top. Is it Law and Dalglish are joint on thirty? McGinn's got fourteen, right? So that might that might be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, after that, could seriously be in in sight, and it's certainly post war. Uh, Huey Gallagher's in there with twenty four, but that you know it was sort of um, quite early on. But you know, he could be seriously up there. You can see why the fans sing the song. Got about him, I. Yeah, I mean, he's so important. His and it's but you mentioned players there. They're natural centre forwards. They play. They yeah, exactly. Play, yeah. They play as a striker, so they're they're there to score a goal. From where he plays, I know he plays in a forward role now. To get those amount of goals, it's terrific. Mm. The really McFadden is. comparison's quite a good one because it's pretty much the same caps. So that's McGinn on one more cap than McFadden. Um, McFadden at the moment has got one more goal. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it'll be a dagger to my heart when he overtakes that one, obviously. I think how James McFadden is, is held in the hearts of Scotland fans. McGinn, when he calls time, will be up there as well. Uh, thank you, John 01419511025. How are you faring on this teaser? Looking for the last five Celtic, last five Rangers to score for Scotland. So you've got McGregor, Griffiths, and Christie for Celtic. You've got Nathan Patterson, who did it recently when he was at Rangers. Uh, got to be James Forrest. Yeah, Israel, Good. November 2018 Was that part of the hat-trick that night, was it? Yeah uh, well, well, Let's go down the Rangers track Naismith Stephen Naismith All the way back to Stephen Naismith? Yeah Okay, well done Yeah, Rangers have not had a Chris Boyd's not one then, is it? Kenny Miller Kenny Miller, yes Lichtenstein back in 2010 Okay, we'll leave it there We'll get the rest of the answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are on the home straight with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL It's 0141951025 Though still time to get your thoughts in uh, Let's check in on that teaser How have you two been doing? Yeah. It was uh, Stephen that sent it in Much appreciated Stephen Over there on the emails Full time at Clyde1.com Wants to know if you can name the last five Rangers and five Celtic to score for Scotland So you're you're closer on the Celtic ones You've got Callum McGregor Lee Griffiths Ryan Christie James Forrest And for Rangers You've got Nathan Patterson Stephen Naismith Kenny Miller Anthony Ralston When was that? A so only got a couple of caps A couple of months ago yeah, At Hamden Header Back pose Boom well, yeah. That was a good one yeah. Producer Callum's trying to grass you in Why? He says he saw you look at your phone And then come up with that He just buzzed my ear No I, I was looking at my phone But I certainly never come up with that 
Mm. As in, if, that wasn't I, a great response. You, but no, you try to say somebody texts me that. I, I can. I think ultimately that's what he's trying to say. I can swear I nobody texts okay. me that. Okay. Uh, any more Rangers ones? Wee McCulloch. No. David Weir. No, you can't be far off on McCulloch, you know, because um, he did it against um, Ukraine. Actually, at Broadfoot. Handen, wow. No. Big Broadfoot. Superb. Aye. Did he? I didn't think you would get that one. Broadfoot, I must admit. Man. If you can give me the the opposition, I'll be. Broadfoot did it against. Oh, I'm so impressed at you. Nah. Two thousand and eight. Nah. Iceland. <sighs> nah. Well yeah. done. Well, no, that's well, really good. Good show, mate. Good yeah. show. You've only got Thanks. one more to get. Just one more to get. Um, the previous caller wasn't happy with the decision to not send off um, the Ukraine player for a challenge on Shea Adams. The guys agreed, but Kieran Copebridge, you've got a bit of a different take. Yeah, it's just it's just an alternative angle, guys. I mean, I totally understand why everybody kind of read it that way. My take on it was it was just it was more about Shea Adams's pace. And the fact that he was very close to the defender, and it's kind of to me, it was almost like he couldn't get out of his way. And the force, more or less, came mostly Shea Adams's momentum, and that was kind of my reading it. And I just kind of thought that maybe the ref kind of seen it that way as well, or the VAR, or whatever. Yeah. But my, my thoughts kind of were that, you know, VAR or no VAR, it kind of it, it highlights this thing that. You know, it's, it's still inconclusive, regardless. You know, and it can it comes down to interpretation. I just thought, what well, you maybe thought of that? What do you think, Mark? Do you think it well, was uh, she Adams initiates the force? No, I don't think so because I, I obviously made my points clear a couple of minutes ago. But Kieran's right in terms of that's how the referee viewed it. He obviously did view it that way. Um, and I, the one thing Kieran's right in is that it does come down to interpretation. There, here's us in this studio thinking that was a red card. I think the three is agreeing that. Thousands more would Kieran seen it differently The one that matters Is the guy that's in the middle With a whistle You know the, Even the guys in the VAR truck Could say That's a red card Go and have a look At this And still the referee Could come back and say No I'm sticking to my guns So <laughs> It'll be fun Scottish football Will be Still um, Millions of total mm. points For us in the Monday When VAR comes in I am Fully understanding Kieran's viewpoint, Gordon. I think mm-hmm. that I think it's fair to at least offer that most of it in terms of you know Shea Adams is going fast as well. So how do you determine you know the force uh, from Ukraine's defender? The only thing I'd possibly take issue with on Kieran's assessment, he sort of says he doesn't think he could get out the way. It kind of looks like it's quite an effort to get in front. Of yeah. Shea Adams and stay there, isn't it? Yeah, um, as I said, Gordon, w- when I first uh, watched it, my initial reaction was was the lad getting round the cover, was it a red card, all that stuff. But when I watched the the replays and then I watched it again, I do agree. I think the lad knew exactly what he was doing. And uh, look, Matt's right. It's all about personal opinion. Our opinion was we thought it was a red card, and a lot of people would uh, back us mm. up on that, but. The most important one didn't, and uh, he made the decision. And VR obviously didn't think it was either. Glad it didn't prove to be costly. Well, you know what? I was going to say it might have just worked out for us. Ukraine got into ten men. The game might have been different. They might have just played a much more defensive style. We might have struggled to to break through them. 
I thought the the boy Bondar actually. Did, or if Shea Adams didn't have the brutal force, he easily scores those it two could have chances. Been through, but I mean, Bondar didn't play particularly well at, at all. When getting booed every time he touched the exactly. ball. Exactly. Uh, by the way, they looked like they went oh. at a stage in the second half. Every one of them, the guys that were so assured, bang the World Cup qualifier. It's incredible. Wasn't it just it? went, and I hope it's like that next Tuesday. They they won't have the the home crowd backing them. I hope our players take every bit of confidence for that, especially that last half hour into Tuesday's game. But I cannot believe, uh, uh, genuinely. I looked up the stats. I thought, I wonder what the possession is that they had more more of the ball. Ah, that's just it, I can't it's believe madness. That. It's no, madness I'm the same. I, I would have because uh, I know. But and, by the way, I know it's all about what you do with it and so on. Mm. But I just feel like I, I can barely remember them on the ball in the second half. A few passes. No, me neither. I thought the second half we were brilliant. I really, I, I love the football. For for a long time, you sit there and you know you've got the players that play in the top level. But when it comes together, they're taking it in mm. tight. Uh, positions, the confidence is there. They're zipping the ball about. They're making chances. That's what it's all about. Yeah, the rest of the stat. I mean, twenty-four shots to three, eight on target to none, seven corners to none. So the rest certainly point in that direction. Uh, thanks a lot, Kieran. It was it's always good to hear both sides of it. I'm delighted with that. That was Kieran and Coat Bridge. Who'll be the final caller because we're almost out of time. Uh, any more on that teaser? Then I think you're looking for one, one more Rangers Rangers player. In the last five to score for Scotland while start Rangers. No, it's not Neil more. McCann, is it? No, it's not. Right, okay, I thought that. I said it wasn't Neil McCann. Yeah, good, thanks <laughs> for offering that. Neil McCann was like 1999. It doesn't matter, what have you come up with? Did we say Davey Weir? Yes. Don't yeah. bother, don't say it again. Don't Danny waste my Wilson? Time. Nope. Mm. Um, a man. Scotland. Silence is good for radio, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you're going to gaze a position. Italy was the opposition. That didn't help, did it? No, it certainly didn't. Said Kenny Miller. Think centre midfield in the sort of Scott Brown, Darren Fletcher era. Chris and Daly. No. Oh, more obvious than that. More of, way more obvious than that. Barry Ferguson. Barry Ferguson. Oh. Oh. We're nearly there. What a rare positive night about the national team. How, how do you, you sum up where Scotland are at at the moment, Gordon? I'll, I'll leave Scotland players with this thought, Gordon. Working for success will make you a master, but working for satisfaction. <laughs> We'll make you a legend. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Top that, Steve Clark. <sighs> I'm glad that's the end of the show. Uh, 01419511025. Take it down. Call us tomorrow. We'll be building up to the Ireland game with Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller, a man who knows a thing or two about playing for Scotland. And Kenny will be here as well. Callum Gallagher is up next.